Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome to episode 35 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin, and today's episode is going to be all about end-of-the-year survival, and I'm going to give you one hell of a pep talk. Are you ready? I'm going to give you a pep talk. (laughs) You might not want it, but I'm going to give it to you anyway, and I hope that you leave the episode feeling refreshed and like you're going to conquer the rest of this year guilt-free and happy. Let's get on with the show. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Before we dive into this episode, I just wanted to say thank you so much for hanging out with me, and I would love it if you could go leave me a review on iTunes. It's pretty much the biggest thank you you can give to any podcaster, so if you have any favorite podcasts, go leave them a review, a written review. It means so much, and it kind of gives your podcast a little bit of credibility and intrigue. I don't know if it really does intrigue or not. I'm just throwing I'm just throwing out some random words. All right, I'd like to read a, a review from one of my buddies, Joe Sand Skipper, who I just interviewed on my last podcast. It says whimsical. Jess is a wonderfully funny, whimsical, informative woman. She backs her information with research. So you know, before she recommends something, she's done her homework and knows what she's talking about. She has a unique way of taking topics that aren't typically fun to talk about, like finances, and makes them lighthearted and inspiring as well as informative. She's one of a kind, and you're going to love that about her. Thank you so much, Josanne, for leaving me this wonderful review. I can't thank you enough, and I'll stop singing. <laughs> what if I just, what if I just like did singing talking? <laughs> okay, that would be super annoying, and I won't put you through that. Maybe just a jingle here and there. Let's get on with this amazing show. Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome back to episode 35 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I thought I would do a little end of the year pep talk. I have several friends who have been super, super stressed out the end of this school year, and they just don't know how they're going to make it. Like they're feeling kind of down in the dumps, depressed. It's been a really stressful year, and they're just like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do another four or five or six or seven weeks of this? And I think I gave them some pretty solid advice and I just thought, well, if they needed the advice, then maybe I can share it with you guys too. And it's not very conventional and it doesn't sound good on paper and it might be cringy to some people, but I'm putting it out into the world anyway, just in case you need this pep talk. So um, that's, that's where this is coming from. So let's talk about like the end of the year expectations and the different things that are placed upon us. And sometimes I think we place these expectations on ourselves a little bit. Like we put ourselves on a pedestal and we're just like, oh, we have to teach, you know, bell to bell, or we have to stick to this curriculum, or we have to do everything in our curriculum map or finish this book. And sometimes it's just not feasible. And sometimes you need to break away from your the routines and norms just to do something fresh and new, like to keep your classroom fresh, 
and new and exciting. You have to break away from these things that you've been building up to all year. Sometimes you just have to start over and you have to do something new and wild and zany and unpredictable just to get through the day. And that's really what makes life fun the last month of school is when you break your own routines. And it's kind of hard to do, but what I always do is I make a list of everything I have control over and everything I don't have control over because I usually start feeling pretty desperate at the end of the year and I just kind of get in this frenzied mode of there are so many things I want to do or so many things I need to do. And then I ask myself, like, do I really need to do these things? who's making me do these things, right? And I make a little list to kind of get my priorities back in check of like things I have control over and things I don't. And so a lot of things you do have control over, like what you're eating, if you're exercising, what time you're going to bed, what you're wearing every day. I mean, there's actually a million little things you have control over. And then there's things you don't, like maybe certain people having behaviors in your classroom, or your class size, or your administrator, or your coworkers, or certain parents, or the the way your day is structured. Um, maybe there's just some things you just have no control over. Like I have no control over the fact that I have a 24 minute lunch. It's it's really short. There's nothing I can do about it. It's not going to get any longer. But I can control what I do during that 24 minutes. I can control what I'm putting in my body. I mean, I can control the music I'm listening to or who I'm having conversations with. So it kind of gets a little nitty gritty. But at the end, like if you really have a laser focus on, all right, I have control over these things. And maybe there are chunks of your day that you have a little more wiggle room in. I know at my old school, you know, anytime after two o'clock, from like two o'clock to three o'clock, teachers usually taught science or social studies. And then we had, um, you know, we had a lot of wiggle room for what we could do with that hour of time. And so at the end of the year, I mean, I just did a lot of outside games because <laughs> I was like, you know, nobody's nobody's uh, making me do a certain curriculum. The kids don't have to take some sort of assessment. We're going to go outside. We're going to have fun the last hour of the day. And I bought a bunch of drama games on Teachers Pay Teachers. And we did these drama games. Sometimes we'd go outside and read our books. Sometimes we'd play lightning. I mean, it was just like, at the end of the year, you have to forgive yourself from your routine and just go do things that are unexpected and fun and mix it up every single day. And whatever you find that makes the time go by really fast, go with that. <laughs> like for me, I love reading picture books. I love reading to my class. I love reading short novels. And these are the things that make the time go by really fast for me because I get super absorbed into the reading myself. And I like reading out loud. And I like it when I have like theatrical readers, kids I can get excited about it um, to, to read aloud as well. And so I'm, I mean, I've just thought of so many bizarre things to do at the end of the year that really are not always academic based, but I knew I could get away with doing them. And and, you know, it's a little, it's a little dicey to admit that. It's a little dicey to admit that I'm always looking to cut corners <laughs> at the end of the year for my own survival. But I think it's okay. I'm telling you, it's okay. I mean, I also make a list at the end of the year of everything I wish I could have taught the kids, like my personal passions, photography. Um, I wish 
I wish personally that I had more art skills or I love knitting hats like winter hats. Um, I love talking about entrepreneurship and money. And I make these lists of like these life skills that you don't really get to teach in a normal school year. And then I will find little pockets of the day to teach lessons on those things. Like for a month or so, I did directed drawings on YouTube. Like I found out that like they have drawings of all these cool cartoon characters and it's really easy for kids to follow along and you got to watch it before you just play it for your class. But for the most part, I mean, I, you know, when I was feeling really frustrated and like, I can't move on, I don't know what to do. They're not paying attention to anything that I'm doing or saying right now. I would throw on a directed drawing from YouTube and the kids loved it and I loved it. And they had this really cool piece of artwork to show off. And so you just have to kind of think outside the box sometimes about what can you get away with, even if it's not a hundred percent academic, what is something you're going to enjoy teaching the kids? Because really the end of the year, everyone after testing and spring break, everyone's brain is a little mushy and it's these kind of life skills that they're actually going to remember from the end of the year. I remember my own sixth grade teacher who I talked about this in a different episode about like not always having the best relationships with every kid and how, you know, it's just unrealistic to expect that every single kid is going to love you, right? And I think about my relationships with my own teachers and I didn't really like my sixth grade teacher. I just kind of learned to tolerate her and I felt the same kind of vibe from her. But I remember at the beginning of the year and the end of the year, she was like obsessed with origami and she she taught us how to make several little things. And I made those little, like these little boxes and these little swans. I made them all the way through middle school and into high school. I mean, it was something really fun. Like she taught us this little tiny skill and we all were doing them all the way through middle school, right? And so sometimes it's just the littlest thing, like a skill that you have, you can teach the kids. They'll just make the day go by so much faster and they're going to remember that forever, especially if it's something they can practice over the summer. So I've taught kids, let's see, I've done the directed drawing. I've taught kids how to knit hats on like a circle loom. I've taught kids how to make like friendship bracelets. Um, I've had like, like miniature entrepreneur fairs where I basically go over all of the different ways that you can make money as a kid. And I just teach kids like, listen, you can do this, 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 that. Like, let's talk about how you actually can make money when you're a little kid. Like, how do you make extra money? Like, so I teach them my passion for entrepreneurship. There's a lot of really cool things you can do. Sometimes you just listen to my favorite music or read some of my favorite books. I mean, it's okay to kind of break away from the strict rigor and academics towards the end of the year, even though, you know, your admin might not think so. I mean, there's a lot of things you can get away with, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Anywho, frenzies, my last piece of advice is just don't beat yourself up for, you know, any failures you feel like you had this year or for feeling overly optimistic about getting to summer break. I know there's a lot of people on social media that are like, you shouldn't do countdowns and you shouldn't feel so happy to get rid of them. Just just stop the teacher guilt. I mean, whatever you're feeling guilty about, and if you're like me, there's probably several things you feel guilty about right now. Just you got to shake that off to have a good rest of the year. 
And the feelings and emotions you go through, no matter what they are, whether you are so sad to be saying goodbye to people or you're just so feeling so much happiness and relief at the thought of saying goodbye to certain people. Um, Like no matter what you're feeling, it's okay. It's your thoughts. It's your feelings. You don't have to put yourself on a pedestal and have unrealistic, unrealistic expectations for yourself. You don't need to like end every year as a martyr with this perfect big bang, you know, you can just kind of survive and do things you think are fun and maybe spend a little bit too long on your favorite activities or let the kids stay outside for a little bit too long during your recess. I mean, there are a lot of things you can do at the end of the year to just make the day go by better for you. Because if you're not putting yourself first and you're not putting your own happiness into any kind of priority in your life, then the kids are going to feel that. And they're going to feel you being miserable more than they're going to remember any sort of lessons you're planning or textbooks you have to finish or curriculum maps that you got to get done by the end of the year. I mean, they're going to feel their teacher's unhappiness and they're going to know that you just really don't want to be around them. So do whatever it takes to make you happy, whether it's teaching them a new skill that's like one of your passions or, you know, doing more things outside side towards the end of the year. Just think about like the happiest moments during your day. I'm sure you have a few. And how can you make those happy moments last a little bit longer? I mean, what are the things that you're like, yes, I really like doing this with them. How can you do more of that at the end of the year? And then just don't feel guilty about skimping on the things you don't enjoy. Because honestly, the last month or two of school, it's not gonna, you know, there's so many people tell you, and I've had so many administrators say, we got to teach until the very last day, bell to bell, you know, and I just think that a lot of kids check out after spring break. And it's okay if you kind of do too on the rigor a little bit, if it gets you to a point where you're feeling optimistic about going to work, because like the old quote says, people remember the way you made them feel, they don't necessarily remember anything else. So you could be trying to teach them and 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 finishing your plans and sticking to the curriculum and sticking to your routine. But if you're you know, making them feel like you don't want to be there or you're unhappy or you're anxious for the year to end. They're picking up on what you're putting down. And, you know, I just think sometimes you got to shake things up and do things you enjoy, even if it's not, you know, what people think you should be doing. I mean, a lot of times we, we place these unrealistic you know, outsiders expectations. Well, we should be doing this and best practice says that, but you can't, you can't always be perfect at the end of the year. You got to cut yourself a little bit of slack and you got to figure out what do you enjoy doing? So you're like exuding a little bit more happiness because you're doing the things you really enjoy. And I know as a teacher, one cool part of our job is the day varies a lot depending on the kids we have, the subjects we're teaching, the time of the day, like what's happening in our classrooms and 
I know that that's what I've done every year to survive at the end of the year. That's the way I've maintained, you know, being optimistic and still jokey with the kids and still really wanting to be there is I start mixing things up. I start doing things I like to do and I stop worrying about my plan book or the curriculum or every little lesson that we need to get done before the end of the year or everything they need to learn before the next school year because let's face it, over the summertime, they're going to lose a lot of info anyway. So you might as well have fun. You might as well have a good time. That is my pep talk. You know, if I, if I could wish anything for any of my friends, it's just like lose the teacher guilt, like stop putting yourself through these guilt trips because a lot of us are doing it to ourselves because we hold ourselves to such high expectations and such high standards because that's just the kind of person that we are, you know, like that's the kind of person that gets attracted to this profession. There's a lot of type A's out there, a lot of people that are perfectionists and I think you just have to cut yourself some slack and let go of some of those expectations if you're going to survive and be happy or else you're going to burn out. And you don't want to burn out at the end of the year and you don't want to live your entire year for summer break. I mean, there's no reason you can't be living right now for fun things happening in May. You just have to create those fun things. All right, frenzies. I hope you got some cool ideas from this. I love all of you. And until next time, you know, make some time for yourself. Do some things that you want to do. Make this job fun because you have that power. So long. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Happy Jessica. What? (laughs) Oh, no, I don't know how to stop.